Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Momsly Podcast. I'm your host, Nayamiki. And today I kind of just wanted to do like a little, I don't know, I feel like I just had some thoughts that I needed to get off my mind. And I, I just feel like the podcast is the perfect way to do it. So I'm going to apologize now if it seems like this episode is a little bit all over the place, but. I just had some things that I jotted down that's just been like weighing heavy on my mind lately. So first of all, I feel like I need to reintroduce myself to everybody because now that it's just me, I want you guys to know who Nayamiki is. So I'm 27 years old. I'm engaged to be married in November of this year. I have three children. They are ages eight, five, and two. My oldest is a girl, and I have two boys. Um, I'm currently working full-time. I run an Etsy shop, Mickey's Craft Corner, and I do this podcast all by myself. So as you can see, I am wearing many, many hats And sometimes it can become extremely overwhelming. So how exactly do I manage all of this? Well, if I'm being honest, I'm still trying to figure it all out because I feel like I'm not really doing a really good job of managing all the things that I want to do, whether that's my relationship, being a parent to my kids, my Etsy shop and the podcast. Like I don't feel like I'm juggling it all in a good way because I feel like when I'm devoting time and energy to one thing that I'm lacking on all the other things um yeah so it's like I feel like I spend most of my days well most of my days is primarily me working full-time so I give most I'm working my nine to five while also still being a parent because currently I'm still working remote So it's like, I don't get a break from being a parent. I'm always a parent 24-7. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. So like, for instance, if you work in an office, you get to commute to and from home every day, to and from home, from your office to your house. With me working remote, I'm home all day with my toddler and I have to devote time to my nine to five. So I don't really get that, what do you call it? Like, uh, the word is not coming to me. I don't get the time to, you know, decompress. That's the word. I don't get time to like decompress. So like I kind of miss going into the office because of that reason, because I would work my nine to five and then I would pick my kids up from school. But it was like that ride between my job and the school was kind of like time for me to just, you know, I would ride. Sometimes I would just ride in silence in the car and it was just time for me to like get my thoughts together, just enjoy the nothingness, no noise, just the sound of the car. Like for some, it was peaceful to me. So like, I kind of miss that now that I'm working remotely. So, and I feel like I don't ever get to turn that switch off where I'm not parenting all the time. I hope that makes sense because you don't ever get to not be a parent. Even when your kids are grown and they're moved out, you're always going to be their parent. But like, it's different when you're home all day with a child versus being able to, you know, go into an office and interact with adults. Yeah. So I feel like um, I'm trying to become better at juggling all the roles that I'm doing in my life, but clearly I'm struggling. 
So because I realized that I was struggling and I was kind of like going into like a dark space and I knew I was going into a dark space because it's like I get avoidant. So it's like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do anything with my Etsy shop. I don't want to record the podcast, which is kind of why it took me so long to get back into recording. Even after me and Chriselle had did the last episode back in November, I told myself, I think it was like in January, I was like, okay, I'm ready to start recording. Chriselle's not quite ready, but I feel like I could do it by myself. But it's like, I wasn't quite ready yet. Like I just kept telling myself, you know, the negative voices in your head that tells you that you can't, can't, can't. That's what kept kept happening to me. So it was like, I felt like I was going into a dark space where I was just avoiding all the things that I should be doing. Like I was just doing the bare minimum, which was keeping my kids alive, keeping myself, you know, together. But it was like, I wasn't devoting the proper time and energy into the things that made me happy. Because at the end of the day, I was going into this dark space because my Etsy shop wasn't where I wanted it to be or where I want it to be. But at the same time, I wasn't devoting time and energy into making it become what I wanted it to be. The podcast, we weren't recording, but I wanted to be recorded. But at the same time, I was I kept telling myself that I'm not good enough to do it by myself. So because of all of this, I was starting to feel like, I feel like every day I was just suffering from like chronic pain. Like my body just hurt. And it was like, I just had like, my shoulders just hurt. Like my shoulders literally felt like somebody was, had their hands on my shoulders and it was just pulling me down. Like I didn't have the energy. I didn't want to get out of bed. Like it was just the ultimate struggle. And I know some of you could probably relate to what I was feeling. So I don't think I had quite hit rock bottom because... I don't think I was like that bad. I was just going through a little, you know, like a little blues. Come to find out, it probably was depression. And the crazy thing is, sometimes you don't even know that you're like slipping into a little depressive state until like you're coming out of it and you start to see the light. And then you're like, damn, like I was really down and out and I didn't even know it. But I know me and I just knew something wasn't right. And I was kind of tired of always feeling that way. So I was like, well, it's either I'm going to keep living like this or I'm going to do something about it. So I decided to do something about it. I started going to therapy. And honestly, it was probably one of the best things I ever decided to do in my life. After one session, it felt like all the worries and the weight and all this stuff that was on me was lifted off of me. It was like all that pain that was like, I would literally have back pains every day, shoulder pains every day, headaches, like you name it, I had it. And it was like all of that went away just after like one session. In my first session with my therapist, like I literally cried from the time she asked me, so how was your childhood up until we ended the phone call? Don't really, I, up to this day, I can't really tell you why I was crying the way I was crying, but it just felt so good to get so many things off my chest and f- feel seen and feel heard without anybody casting judgment about my feelings or anything like that. Um, yeah, it was definitely a great feeling. I remember I was talking to somebody recently and I told them, I was like, well, now that I'm like therapy is like a weekly thing for me and it's become like part of like my regular routine, 
I was like, sometimes it feels like the weeks go by so fast that like when she, when my appointment comes up and she's like, okay, well, fill me in. How was your week? I really don't have any updates for her. So I was like, sometimes I feel like I'm wasting my money because it's like I'm paying her, but it's like at the same time, I'm like, maybe I should only be doing like once a month sessions because the weekly sessions is like, I don't have nothing to fill you in on. But it was after I hung up the phone. with. So, oh, no, the person made a comment and they were like, well, see, yeah, sometimes it might just be better for you to, you know, write stuff done, write stuff down or just work it out with yourself. And it wasn't until like after I hung up the phone with that person that like it really clicked in my head. And I was like, yeah, I could write in a journal and yeah, I could work through shit on my own. But at the same time. My therapist, she holds me accountable for the things that I say I'm going to do. So like one of the dilemmas that I have right now is my office slash craft corner slash podcast space. I haven't since we moved into our house, I haven't really set it up for it to feel like me. Like I kind of just I still have boxes there like stuff is not unpacked properly. It's not decorated like I literally haven't done anything but set up my computer so that I can work. So she's like, well, over the next week, I want you to, you know, get that space to start feeling like it's your space. You don't want to go into a space and just have complete anxiety or I was telling her like, I don't even like working down in that space because it just gives me anxiety and it's just not me. So like I'll do, I'll work anywhere in the house, but in the space that I've designated to be like my office space. So she's like, well, you need to, that's your assignment for this week. Start to make that space be you. Make it be a space that when you go down there, it feels like home. It represents you and who you are and what you want it to be. And I was like, you great, sis. Because I started buying stuff to like make it feel like homey or be the way that I wanted it to be. But everything's still sitting in the boxes. I haven't put together anything. I haven't hung any pictures that I bought. So it's like, why am I wasting the money doing all these things if I'm not going to take the time and energy to devote into making that space mine? So I'm like, yeah, I could work through, like, I could have came to that conclusion on my own. But, you know, the great thing about me having a therapist is that next week when I clock in to our meeting, she's going to be like, so what have you done to that space to make it feel more like home? And it feels great having somebody who's not attached to me emotionally, like a fan, like a parent or my significant other or anything like that. It feels great having somebody like that holding me accountable. Because, yeah, my parents could tell me, you know, get your shit together. Or my fiance could tell me, get your shit together. Like, what are you doing? But I'm not receiving it the same way. Because in a way, when they tell me to do stuff, I have a rebellious, I have a rebellious nature about me, I guess. Well, my therapist says it's more partly because I never went through a rebellious period in my life. So it's like now when people try to tell me what to do, I rebel against it, even though I know that's what I should be doing. But anyway, so like I was saying, it's great to have somebody to talk to every week who can hold me accountable for all the things that I want to do with my life to make my life better. Because again, um, that's what I'm paying her for. But yeah, so that's when I realized I was like, yeah, well, maybe it's not a complete waste of money that I'm doing these meetings with my therapist every week because 
I may not notice it now, but it's like after I'm like, you know, I've made a lot of progress from that first phone call up until the one that we had this week. So I guess we'll see where this journey takes me in terms of therapy. So anyways, starting a podcast was like something that I always wanted to do. Um, I've been listening to podcasts on like a daily basis for the last, about the last four years. I kind of fell off from listening to a lot of my podcasts like during 2020 when the pandemic first started. But then last year, 2021, I started listening to them again. And I kind of love the way that I feel when I listen to podcasts, because if you listen to like a really good podcast, it kind of feels like you're in the room with them because like they make you laugh depending on what the subjects are they might they might you might shed a little tear but it's just a feeling I, I I can't really describe it but I love the feeling that I feel and I'm one of those people where I love to read books but like after having now that I have three kids like reading I don't have time to read books the way I want to read them and I'm not a fan of like audiobooks which is strange because I like podcasts but it's kind of different So like, if I don't have time to read a book, then I'm just not going to read it. So I feel like me listening to podcasts kind of fills that void a little bit because there's so many different topics that you can like choose from. And I just love it. Um... Yeah, so I never I never really understand how people are like, well, podcasts aren't for me. I'm like, how, Sway? Because you could literally listen to a podcast about any topic. Like, it's not that hard. If you're feeling sad, you could listen to a podcast to uplift you. You need a motivational podcast. There's one out there. Like, there's so many podcasts to listen to. Um, some of my favorite ones are The Read. There's one called Cocktails, Dirty Discussions. That one is really good. I've been binging that one for like the last, I want to say the last three weeks. Yeah, that one's been great. Um, I feel like a lot of the podcasts that I used to listen to, some of them don't really have new episodes anymore, which is kind of makes me really sad, but it's whatever. Such is life. Um yeah, so I wanted to do this podcast as a kind of a an escape for me. Like, I feel like when I first started it, I wanted it to be a way to have, like, candid conversations. Like, I wanted to have conversations about parenting. I wanted to have conversations about relationships, mental health, and, like, you know, all those things. But I feel like when I first started doing this podcast... I know we said that we were unfiltered millennial moms, but I feel like in a way I was still filtering myself a lot. Like I wasn't saying everything that I was thinking because, you know, fear of like, oh, well, this person might think this about me. So I feel like going forward, I want to live up to what I actually said and be an unfiltered person when it comes to this podcast. Like for me, for this podcast to reach the levels that I wanted to reach, I have no choice but to be open and vulnerable. Like I can't hide my emotions. So I want it to be a safe space. I want it to be a place where we can all come together and talk about our feelings, whether it's relationships, whether it's parenting, anything, anything. I want Momsly to be a, a space for all of us. 
I feel like I'm always that friend that's always trying to make people laugh. And people might look at my life from the outside looking in and be like, oh, well, her life is perfect. Like she's getting married. She has three kids. She just bought a house. She's not even 30 yet. They were like, she has nothing to, you know, be sad about, be upset about, whatever the case is. But that's not how depression and anxiety works. Like it doesn't, it's not real. It's not just for people. I don't know how to just, I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. But yeah, so like looking at people might think like, oh, well, her life is so perfect. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not. I have everything that I could ever want and need. But at the same time, I feel like my life is far from perfect. If it was perfect, then I probably wouldn't be sitting here with a therapist and being told that I suffer from depression and anxiety because I I was never one of those people that even thought I had depression. Like I took, when you start therapy, they make you take like a little assessment. And I was shocked. Like, I was like, I know I suffer from anxiety because I feel like that's something I suffer with from since I was a child. Like I always used to bite my nails. When I was a kid, I would bite my nails so bad that it would bleed. Like, but it was just because I was always so anxious. I was always like on edge. So it kind of just grew with me. But like depression, I feel like the depression probably didn't start until after I had my first kid. Maybe it started when I was pregnant with my first kid. But I always always thought that I got out of it, but I guess not. Or maybe you just, you know, you go through different stages of it. Like you might feel like you might feel down and out. I feel like it might be partly due to the weather because now that it's starting to get nicer outside, I'm starting to feel more bubbly and, you know, like a person again. But like in the winter months, like I just want to hide in my under the sheets and just like never come out until summer comes. But, yeah. But I was saying that, uh, what was I saying? Oh, I was saying that, like, um, yeah, people looking in might think that, like, my life is perfect. But I was just going to say, like, that's the thing about depression and anxiety. When you struggle with both of those, like, in a way, you kind of learn how to live with it. Like, you guys remember Robin, so Robin Williams? Like, nobody would have thought that he was a person that suffered from depression and then he committed suicide And then it came out that, like, he was really suffering with it. But he was always that person that he came in the funny movies. He was, a like, he was a great guy. Like, he made everybody laugh. So it was, like, it's crazy to see the people that are suffering behind closed doors and the roles that they play to the public. And I feel like nowadays social media plays a big part in that because we only post our highlights on social media and we don't post the lowlights and it kind of sucks because it gives this false narrative that like everybody's life is so perfect when it really isn't um lately I've been seeing well like lately like through like posts that I'm seeing on social media like subliminally or like people are personally messaging me and it's like a lot of people that I know that's within my age group. They're all just suffering mentally. Like, I don't know if there's something in the air. I don't know if it's seasonal seasonal depression or what, but it's like, it just seems like, 
it's it could be from the pandemic because we were all cooped up in the house for two years and none of us knew if we were even going to live to see another day. But it just seems like all of that combined, like everybody is just like going through it right now, especially like all my mom friends and family. Like I know a lot of them are like they may not have like the support that they need from family and friends, whether that like whether that's like getting a babysitter to babysit their kid for an hour or two so they can go do something for themselves. Like it's just it's a lot. And I I well, I had my son right before the pandemic hit, but I can't imagine being pregnant through the pandemic. And not being able to, you know, experience all the things that you would if there wasn't a pandemic. Like, people couldn't have baby showers. They couldn't have get-togethers. They couldn't have birthday parties. Like, it was just a lot. So, I feel like with everything that's happened within the last two years, like, we're all just, you know, trying to figure out how to get right. How to get back to some sort of normalcy and just some sort of, like, you know, genuine happiness. So I say all that to say that I'm going to stop worrying about editing out. Like before I used to obsess over editing out like every little thing that I messed up when I was speaking on the podcast. I feel like, why am I doing all that? Because I'm human. I'm going to stutter over my words sometimes. I'm going to forget things. I'm going to, you know... It's all part of being a human. So I'm going to stop obsessing and just give you guys my genuine, unfiltered self. And that's going to be me on Momsly. Genuinely unfiltered, just speaking my mind. And honestly, I hope you guys love it. If you do, or if you don't, either way, leave me feedback so that I can improve on anything that has to do with the podcast, whether that's topics that I'm talking about, whether it's audio quality, whatever the case is, like feedback is what's going to help me grow. So I really appreciate it. Um, In case you guys were wondering, I haven't been putting our intro music and outro music into the episodes because Apple is a hater and my laptop does not want to cooperate. So I haven't been able to get them into the episodes, but hopefully after I get my laptop together, I'll be able to start adding back in the um, music intro and outro because I kind of miss hearing it when I listen, when I re-listen to the finished episodes. But yeah, before I let you guys go this week, I want to leave you with the weekly mantra. And I need you guys to remember that the weekly mantra is supposed to be practiced daily to keep encouraging ourselves. If you're anything like me, you may have a lot of unwanted negative self-talk, you know, that little negative voice in your head that you keep hearing. So the weekly mantras are supposed to counteract that and any negativity from the outside world. Word. World. So if you have to write it down and like put a little sticky note somewhere that you're going to see it every morning so that way you can repeat it to yourself, then do that. So the weekly mantra is I'm doing this for me. One more time. I'm doing this for me. And I picked this as the mantra for this week because in life, we all see, we all sometimes get crippled by our fear of what other people think. We are oftentimes so consumed with keeping things happy that we forget to chase our own aspirations. This mantra is not intended to promote selfishness. 
but it's here to remind you that the best and only way to truly help others is to help ourselves first. I'm going to repeat that part. The best and only way to truly help our others is to help ourselves first. You matter, your dreams, goals, and aspirations matter. So use this affirmation to remind yourself that it's okay to do you. And I got this mantra from thestrive.co. Remember to stay updated on all things Momsley. Make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram at Momsley Podcast. That's M-O-M-S-L-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Also, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll post a link in the description. Um, Do me a favor and share the podcast with a friend. Okay? Maybe share with a couple friends. All right? So I will chat with you guys next Wednesday. Bye!